going to mute myself when I'm not talking. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, 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 everyone, to this very sacred circle today. This is a broadcast of love and light, and always mind-stimulating conversation and heart-opening experiences. I want to thank everyone for joining us in this QCTV episode, which will immediately be followed by a Zoom after-party where we get to ask the questions and take our conversation further. So there's two ways to join us for that. You can check out Z's special offer or you can check out our membership and we welcome our Zoom audience right now as we begin our session. We are here talking about galactic shamanism and timeline bridging. My guest today is a millennial starseed who knows her heritage as an Andromedan geneticist. She has a mission here. She is an Earth Star Healer. Let's welcome Z, Earth Star Healer, back to Quantum Conversations. Hi, Z. Hi, Loren. I am so excited and so happy to be here again. You um, look amazing, and you just look so happy. And I was saying to her earlier that she's looking like a galactic commander, and it's awesome. Uh-huh. Well, that's interesting because I think all of us who are watching this episode, even wherever they are, can relate to this new earth leader role, let's call it. And so if we have to, if we wear clothes that make us look a little bit like that right on, but it's a, it's a great metaphor for all of us to remember uh, a great step up. Here we are ahead of 2020. And Z, it's so good to talk to you because you've been around many places and we're going to catch up with you on that. But do you sense that there is a big step-up surge by many people. There's an undercurrent of New Earth leaders getting ready. Yes, absolutely. Um, And that is so much around what we're going to be talking about today. I am feeling since pretty much the past two months, um, this huge wave of awakening energy. I'm feeling that there's a lot of people who um, have felt like they've been on the sidelines for maybe many years, maybe decades, um, that have been awakened for a long, long time. Um, but are finally hearing the call or feeling like coach is putting you in the game, um, that uh, it is time to offer our gifts and our light in a more committed and more focused and more intentional way. Um, And I feel that uh, this is what we're going to be talking about, about the timeline bridging, which is very exciting because this is a concept that has been uh, floating around in my mind for a few years. I know that a lot of people have heard about this bifurcation or that there's a splitting of dimensions. And this always left me questioning because we are coming into wholeness. Everything that about this spiritual journey is about coming into wholeness. And so um, it never really fully made sense to me that there's this bifurcation was like, okay, well, well, what happens once we split? 
some people say that many people are going to get uh, taken on the ships and taken to other places um, to be healed or to go through their ascension. And this makes absolutely no sense to my starcy brain. And the reason for this is um, I am an angelic starseed. I come from a really far away place. And so when I came into this reality, I have this perception of the universe as a whole. And so this issue that we've been having in this universe has been um, a truly universal issue. It hasn't just gone on on Earth. And by that, I mean the severe degradation of divinity, the severe separation of our inner um, faculties like our feminine and masculine. These great issues are not just based on Earth, and that is why there are so many star beings on the planet right now, because we're really here to transform a universal thing. And so in the process of healing a rift in the universe, um, we don't just put the problem to a different place, because then this, I'm like, well, then I'm going to have to go over there and deal with it over there. And so I started um, thinking about the concept of timelines, and it was around this time I started uh, working with these ancient Pleiadian timeline technology. And what I was seeing was that the uh, star seeds and the light workers, and especially our other dimensional selves, we are connected and we have created this technology through time, which allows us to basically jump realities on a collective level. So to us, we, we perceive this as Mandela effects, right? This is just how, when we perceive small Mandela effects in our reality, it means that bigger reverberations have also happened. So through the use of our um, fully embodied creator consciousness and learning how to navigate reality in this empowered way, we are um, empowered and boosted by these light technologies that have been created through time to help us at this time. And so as I was working with this timeline technologies, this understanding came through that um, however things unfold on this planet is ultimately up to us and that there are a lot of different concepts and storylines and narratives and agendas that are trying to keep white workers off task. And this is the other subjects that we're going to talk about today. It's I call pretty, it so. It's a, <clears throat> it's a hot topic. It's come up so often recently. So please, yeah. Yeah, the weapons of mass distraction. <laughs> Um, and ultimately, it's distracting us from this whole timeline bridging, which is basically the idea that starseeds are here to fulfill our mission. Um, I like to say that we did not come to Earth to drink lattes. <laughs> um, and um, uh, the other, the one other thing that I really wanted to share, which is something that brings a lot of warmth and happiness to my being, is this concept of galactic shamanism. We're just bringing about more education surrounding this topic of shamanism that has been, you know, distorted and degraded on this planet, just like any other school of teachings. Um, and I'm excited to share more about that. So, Loren, where would, um, where should we go from here? Let's first check in with you um, on the collective. You work with people. You receive information. You actually are starting um, a, a pretty significant webinar series 
that is very helpful for all of those on this path. We're going to get there. Yet you also have your finger on the pulse of what's going on. So energetically, give us an update here. Um, it feels like we're really ready to step up, but yet sometimes we can feel like we can't pressure ourselves too much or we have to be patient with ourselves or we get frustrated. Mm -hmm. So I feel that the thing that um, is that the collective is moving through right now is in really massive solar plexus upgrade or healing. Um, I say that humanity are healing from planetary sexual enslavement and that most starseeds and light workers, we grew up and we exist inside that reality. And when I say sexual enslavement, in my understanding of the universe, sexual energy and creative energy and the energy of all of creation are all the same. So sexual energy is just how our physical 3D vessel experience and channel that creative energy that creates all things in the universe. And as I speak these words and share that understanding, you can see how far humanity have fallen from that pure divine understanding of creation. And that hijacking of that understanding of creation is the original um, virus or degradation that um, began this enslavement process of humanity. And so as way showers and as healers, we have come to this earth to First of all, experience that which I'm calling the false matrix. The false matrix is the reality where we're operating inside these distortions of reality, kind of like we are not sacred, we are separate and degraded from divinity, we have to earn money to survive, we have to do things with our energy that we don't want to, all of those things that exist inside that distorted frequency that I think everyone that's listening to this show right now is fully aware of. Um, and we are learning how to transcend or move out of that reality, not only that, but anchor ourselves in a new frequency, a new reality outside of those viruses. Now, these viruses go really, 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 really deep. And a lot of this is um, around the solar plexus because the when we think about slavery, it's like completely taking your power away. And so you think things like, am I going to be able to survive if I quit my job? Am I going to have social security if I start talking about aliens? Am I going to sound crazy? Am my family going to disown me? All of these things. And I think that a lot of people are just on the verge of really breaking out of that. And um, I think that these teachings are here to help us um, achieve a state of energetic sovereignty on an energetic and higher dimensional level and so that that could um, precipitate down into the 3D so it becomes not really this decision that we have to make in the 3D like okay tomorrow I'm going to quit my job whereas if we come into a state of energetic sovereignty that naturally will happen and new paths will open up um, and this is also um, the process that all human beings are undergoing and so the reclamation of our energetic sovereignty. Um, this is a set of knowledge 
that my ancestors have passed down is kind of like, you know, Taoist Tantra, but it has nothing to do with sex, really. It's just um, where it does, or it has everything to do with sex, where um, we understand that sex is the interplay or the interchange of energy between us and the reality and everyone else in co-creation. Um, and so what we're talking about here is a lot about our own commitment and um, how daring and present we can be in our own life to make radical changes and radical decisions that seem extraordinary because we have to become really lucid about what's happening on the planet, right? That's why I speak those words like planetary sexual enslavement. Like we have to say it like it is, not because we got to focus on that part, but the solution, which is complete energetic sovereignty. Now, if you're somebody who has been awakened, but you um, are still spending time, you know, going to the mall or getting lattes or exchanging energy with a false reality, um, I would say that um, it still has to come from within us that we are um, becoming daring and creating a new reality from our own self. And we um, work multidimensionally uh, multi in helping people access those pathways. Thank you so much for explaining that. And um, I just love you and how you express it. And I'm just so glad that you express this truth as you know it about bifurcation. And it shows that, you know, we have uh, work to do as we help others and assist others. And uh, New Earth, I we, we talk a lot about this, holding our vision for New Earth and holding that frequency and really being sovereign with our energy. So I love that. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about galactic shamanism because that sounds very intriguing. And this is something that you've been guided to and downloaded with. So what is galactic shamanism? Um, well, from my understanding, and I just want to start from this place of something that my heart is really longing to express, my feeling surrounding the word shamanism without any intellectual definitions of the word, it feels like a the experience of a multidimensional being on a beautiful, magical planet. It is experience of accessing that magic and being in a complete space of awe and wonder in the beauty of it. And it's in that reverence of creation that this power comes because all of life recognizes that we love life and that when life loves itself there's a power that comes through that can heal that can allow people to grow that can lead people into better lives that can receive wisdom and knowledge and is in that recognition and that reverence for life and the universe that this power comes um and so when I think that this energy that's coming through is so important right now because we can get so easily lost in our mind about, you know, oneness. What is oneness? I'm the same as you. So if you do shitty things, then I still love you. And I guess if I feel negative feelings towards you, then maybe I'm not enlightened. You know, this whole like mind running around in circles thing. And the heart 
doesn't consider things in that way. The heart responds in this energetic way, which is just the way that energy responds, the way that life itself responds. It does not recognize good or evil, but it recognizes good <laughs> and not good, I guess. And these things are inherent in the reality. Um, so my journey started when I was 18 and I woke up and um, everything that happened in my life, this little voice in my head would say, you know, this is part of your shamanic training, you're remembering. And, you know, I'd be on the dance floor and I'd be able to, you know, uh, shift energy. And I remember one night I was kind of, you know, drunk and having a party thing. I was 18, you know, doing the 18 year old thing. And I went to Arby's. I remember it was two in the morning. I went to get a root beer float and there was 10 people in line in front of me. And this idea just came out. I was like, I'm going to play rock and paper scissors with people in front of me. And if I win, then I get to stand in front of them. And I would project the wrong answer into their mind. And within 10 minutes, I was at the front of the line because I had one rock, paper, and scissors eight times in a row. And, you know, that was just when I was first waking up and my inner teenager was still like, what can I do with this, you know? Um, but when I discovered that these powers were inherent, um, something else came along and just started saying, well, who are you to have this power? And that was something, that question was something that resounded really loudly in my mind. Um, and so um, I never actively went out to empower those psychic capabilities. I kind of understood that I was on a path to um, learn morality and love and to get in tune with my motivation before I would um, engage in those psychic capabilities for fun or whatever else. And so, um, you know, I, as Loren know, have traveled around the world listening, communicating with spirit. Um, and basically, I've just been doing work with the earth and um, I've had experiences learning from indigenous teachers who often have a very hard time with me um, because they think that I have to go through the same regimented and difficult path that they did for 50 years before I can call myself a shaman. Um, but I think that all of these experiences were uh, part of my growth so that I could stand here right now to share these perspectives because I feel that um, at this point on the earth, there are a lot of people who are being called to take on certain responsibilities and to take on certain roles, and that it's not really about the word. And I think that the word shaman happens to be really fitting um, and also really empowering because it holds certain codes that are really important. And these codes are, as I was saying, like really anchored in the heart, really anchored in the living magic of the earth. That is a frequency that is the key to healing this planet. And it's something that is not really ever talked about. Um, and I think that it's actually pretty suppressed um, in the history of this planet um, for good reasons, right? Like you take away humans' powers and if their powers happen to be magic and their connection to the earth, then the first thing you do is to take that away, right? And so there are beings who come um, still very connected to that essence of life. 
um, maybe they were tree spirits in a past life. I have had clients that were literally spirits that lived in trees before and now they're human. I've had clients who used to be river spirits, <laughs> who used to be mermaids, who used to be, you know, these mystical creatures. And they've come to bring through this dream of consciousness, this vibration of living life. Um, and I think that if anyone is feeling called or just feels tickled by this word shaman, that um, they should take heed to this reverence, to pay attention to how deeply they feel for life and let that deep feeling of love for all of life be the motivation that carries them in all the things that they do. Because when we do that, we can't possibly act out in ego because we know that the love of all that is is always watching us and that um we would never betray ourselves because the love within is so deep um and so i would call it galactic shamanism as well for the more practical reasons i mean those actually are the most important parts those are like what the words actually deeply resonate and then practically speaking when we think about a shaman it's somebody who accesses other dimensions who reaches out and travels and receives information for healing and for growth of the community and its people um and so I feel that at this time we're adding the word galactic to it because there's a paradigm of shamanism that has happened on earth um, distorted by all similar schools of religion, um, which is kind of this distorted masculine energy that we have to suffer to learn. We have to suffer to grow that unless you have suffered, your wisdom means nothing. Um, and we are really moving out of that paradigm, right? Like we're moving into a reality, what we're learning in love, but we're paying attention to our reality. And so we don't have to get hit by a bus, right? We don't have to get lost in the jungle to learn how to listen because we'll just go and listen. And so, um, well, it's really important that this energy is coming in because we are recognizing that there is an interdimensional situation on earth that is not really about Trump or the military or the CIA or any of these beings that seem like they have control of humanity, but actually the interdimensional beings that created those physical vessels of control and that um, when we recognize that that interdimensional control system plays out in our own energy system that all we have to do is learn to unplug our own energy system from that false reality and plug it into the organic reality that that is our only job that they want us to be looking outside of ourselves they want us to be looking at the military they want us to be looking at the military airplanes and the ets and this and this and that and this um, because as long as most of the people are doing that we're still in the control system and the hardest part and the hardest task of all is to actually go inside to excavate every distortion and trauma and pain that ourself and the collective have experienced but that is the only way that we're going to move out of that is if enough people fully unplug 
from the false matrix and are plugged in to the field of living life. That is why it is so hopeful when I hear a young, beautiful woman like you, so reared up and on point, awake and on purpose. It's so promising and I love it. And so we're going to unplug. I know more and more are aware of that matrix, that false matrix to unplug from. It's more and more visible to all of us. And so I love what you said there, Z. It's the radical decisions that we make, the radical decisions, the radical choices are all for love. Can you share a little bit more about the types of choices, like examples for those radical decisions? Oh, gosh. Well, I have to say that in the human design system, I'm actually a splenic person. And a spleen people actually fully operate in the moment. So <clears throat> the authority in the human design system is the way that we make decisions. And so there are some people that need to wait a few days to feel things out. And there are some people that need to wait a whole month to feel things out. And the people who are spleen authority like me, we get messages in the moment and we have to act on them. And it's kind of hilarious how this plays out in my life all the time. Um, I think the most prominent one um, is when I was living in um, in Ontario, I was working a job, a normal job. Now, this is the only normal matrix job I had in like the five years inside my awakening. And I was fully guided. I, I um, realized and was basically told that there was no way for me to fully boost myself out of the false matrix without first having to really um, let go of my judgment or my resistance to anything in my own mind um, and just uh, um, not question the guidance and just go with it, right? And it's a guidance that I uh, have ignored in resistance before that, in years before. And so when that cycle came around, I knew that I needed to follow that guidance this time around. And so I've been working at this place full time. And the one day spirit was like, you know, quit your job and drive to Vermont, which is like 10 hours away. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I had no idea where I was going to go or what was going to happen. But I basically just immediately told them I wasn't feeling well, jumped in my car, filled up the gas tank, went to my house, got some stuff, and drove overnight to Vermont. And I ended up um, getting there right before the Pleiadian alignment and just working with the most beautiful ancient light technology there for a few months. Um, and then when that was over, Spirit was like, okay, drive to Portland. And, you know, I had adopted four kittens. And so I, was, I drove across the continent with my kittens in my car. And this is like ridiculous, right? It's like a ridiculous thing to do. But um, Spirit was like, all these kittens have these connections, these star systems, and we're going to be driving over these ley lines, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I was like, I guess probably couldn't get too many people to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's super cute. <laughs> All right. Um, did you have any – I loved what you said there about letting go of the judgment and and – not questioning the guidance that really is a really valuable lesson and it's not so easy to learn 
but it is a beautiful lesson. And when we all do that, it's, it's magic. And that mm-hmm. is new earth. So, um, <laughs> so talk about the light technology that you were working with. Explain that. That's fascinating. So the best way that I can explain this is basically what I was shown. And I had several clients that um, were also involved in the building of this thing. So when I did sessions with them, um, more information would come through. But basically what I saw was that this technology was imagined back in the Pleiades, I think before Egyptian times. There's a story um, and I kind of take these stories just as metaphors, right? I don't think they're actually serious. I don't know that, you know, there's actual 3D humanoid beings that live in Pleiades. Like it could just be a consciousness. <laughs> I don't know. So how the story goes is that a really long time ago in the Pleiades, when the Draco reptilians came to invade, um, they made a deal with them and said, we'll send the seven sisters to Earth, meaning we'll send some of our DNA to Earth. And instead of you invading the Pleiades, because there was too much um, going on there already that was protected or that um, would be too sad to be destroyed, um, they they sent their genetics, genetics to the Earth and allowed, made this deal that the Draco reptilian would control the Earth instead. Um, but when they made that deal, it's apparent that they also created this light technology that was to aid the starseeds that would come to Earth at this time because they knew that they couldn't defeat the Draco reptilians at that moment in time because they were in the wrong or the dark quadrants of the universe. Let's say we haven't entered the photon belt or whatever you want to call it. The vibrations of the universe in that place and time was not high enough for the light to come in and dissolve the darkness that was happening. And so they knew that that would be happening at this time now. And so the, they um, brought this light technology here. So, when I was reading this, this is all in the rocks, right? I was like, wow, like this is really crazy and cool. But then I met a Cherokee elder who um, actually lived um, on that land. And he told me that his story of his of creation of his people is that these giant spaceships came from the sky and landed in that valley. And that's what created that valley. Um, and that I, I believe that that is when they came and actually physically seeded that light technology there in the very quartz um, dense rocks giant boulders that are there and so when I tuned into this light technology it's almost like these vortexes would open and it almost pulls the it's almost like it pulls the universe into a black hole it goes like and then we pop out on the other side I know this is just like me trying to explain <laughs> but we pop out on the other side and we're in a different reality so how they were showing this to me was um for example um so I went outside one day and I was walking and there was this woman painting a mural and it was very apparent. I stood there for a second. There's voice in my head was like, this is important. You have to look at this. And so she was painting the nose of a lion onto the corner of the the street. Um, And, you know, I was watching her for a few minutes. She was painting this lion on very apparent. She's got the brush she's painting on. And then after some work with the light tech, and they were talking all about the Mandela effects, they're they're like, pay attention to those. 
so when went back to town went to the same corner um it was a completely different mural of an earth with two star beings hugging it and there was like this portal that was coming out right i was like wow that is actually you know that was a mandela effect and what they were showing me was that if enough people were embodied in their creator consciousness and were fluid in our perception of reality, um, that we could literally make very big jumps. Um, and this is, this takes a lot of people in the state of consciousness fluidity, of course, um, where it's like, for example, in one reality, um, Trump is doing all these things that are really bad for the environment and then we jump into a different reality where trump is literally planting trees with the military like that is a possibility that reality is right there and if enough people can perceive the malleability of space-time and understand how to use that concept to navigate and create that we can literally pop ourselves into that reality and this can happen instantly or it could happen slowly or it could happen medium speed over two months or five years or whatever it is. It all depends on, you know, how um, determined and activated we are as creator beings. Because this is our game. This is our movie. This is our planet. Um, we get to decide what goes on here. Uh, we would really love to create that timeline of the latter that you said there, a leader who cares for the environment and shows that and, um, you know, maybe breaking down the old systems. I know it's all chaotic right now. Mm -hmm. well, I want to say quickly that it actually is super dependent on us. And this ties back into the timeline bridging. It's like there are these psychological operations, right? And there are different levels of light workers. There's, there's quite a few beings who are existing in very high places, like Lisa Renee and Sandra Walter, like they're working at a way high level. And that it's almost like when I'm working, I can feel them. I feel this oneness in this tunnel. I'm like, hey guys, like how's it going up there? <laughs> Things are great. And then we have to recognize that there is a ladder, that there are plenty of people that are here um, to actually physically plant the trees. And a lot of people are not here to plant the trees and some people are here to plant the trees. Um, and so there's some, it's very easy for things that come in between those teachings to just distort them. Um, so for example, um, a lot of people ask me this question. They're like, okay, so I'm awakened. I'm in new earth. Like, does that mean I just like, you know, do nothing and whatever I want? Like, do I still go protesting? Do I still write my book? Do I still like talk to muggles? Like what do I just like ditch that whole reality and pretend it doesn't exist? Well, I can only express my own um, journey and how that's unfolding for me. It's like, I do perceive the universe in this very holistic and high place. I am working with interdimensional beings and technologies. But um, when I, um, so this book that's coming out, Advanced Light Work, um, it's basically actually coming out in two frequencies. And so I'm technically writing two books. It's basically the same download and the same intention, but one book is written in the language of lightworkers and starseeds, and then it's a bit more advanced. So it's like I can explain things faster because I'm like, oh, the energy system, there's a blockage or whatever. But then the one that it's coming through for um, more um, people who have mental illness and are 
<clears throat> so Kwan Yin basically told me that I'm going to use mental illness and um, these kinds of mind and body separation disorders as a bridge to help people awaken from the false matrix. Mm. And so it's the same idea, it's the same medicine, it's the same technology that's coming through. Um, and this, it's, it's just that. Um, so what I say here is, um, as we activate our DNA, we become more complex creatures. It's not that we become like just more joyful or light and loving or whatever. It's like, oh, I'm just loving now. It's like, no, we actually become more complex. We, ha we have more access to creativity. And the underlying existence that we have is joy and love and excitement and beauty and all of those things. But how we're choosing to weave our energy and time um, becomes this masterful creation. And that from that place um, of more access to creativity we also receive more um, creative solutions to things right and i think that's why i say it's most important to heal ourselves and to access our multi-dimensionality and then what comes from that place you're going to be inspired you're going to go outside and see oh wow like these people they're i wish they could experience this same heavenly reality as me this is just like too good for me to have all to myself um and then the inspirations come for creative projects which become bridges for those people um you know for example using mental illness as a backdoor right there's like 80 billion backdoors like if they can't fully figure it out on their own like we will figure out solutions because we have access to creativity right this is why creative energy is so important and if say we have an implant in our head um, from our religious background or we have um, had circumcision or any kind of familial blood sacrifice covenants which is like super like a lot of people have those there's energy leaking out of our system all day long and so there's not even room for our creativity to actually kick in to um, become excited about those projects. So the first step is that we have to create our energetic sovereignty, understand what that even means, understand that it just feels excellent and awesome to be in a state of creativity, and that when we are activating our heart and our mastery, um, that creativity gets funneled into our mission, which is what we're here to do. And so the final touch on that is that when we think about that reality where our um, leaders like Trump or that guy in Brazil are actually in love with the planet, are actually wanting to awaken people. Now, I want you to imagine that reality and think about how many light workers are really ready to carry 7 billion people over a bridge, right? We're still early on we're still in the first decades of our mission here um it's like a it's a two-step process that's happening at the same time we are being prepared the light workers are waking up and coming into sovereignty and the masses can't wake up before we're ready because they're going to wake up and go into mass panic right um and so um this process is going to happen as quickly as we fully devote ourselves to 
step into that energetic sovereignty to clean and dissolve and restore all the distortions in our system so that we are actually fully ready to hold space for people. I was talking to my sister about this. It's like we have been healing from these really deep stuff. Like I want to share something with you. Sexual enslavement is something that everybody feels, is something that the soul feels. Imagine how it feels if you were a sex slave, right? If you were enslaved by these people and you were um, raped or you were um, violated. Now, humans who are enslaved also feel that. They feel that in their soul. It's not a physical violation, but it's a soul violation. So it is an emotional trauma, okay? And that can't be, that is a real disclosure, <laughs> okay? Because that piece of dis disclosure actually affects people, and that's the piece of information that is going to liberate everybody, right? And so we can't, this is like where the, it's like there's these reflections. I, I don't want to go into the disclosure thing, but... So when these people fully realize that, like, if we were to just say, like, look, interdimensional beings have been raping you and your family and doing blood rituals, like, that would be really tough. Like, people might melt down and have a panic attack, right? It is like that happened to them. It happened inside them. And so it's only when enough light workers have fully gone into those traumas in ourselves, processed those deep feelings in ourselves, and really eradicate all the victim mentality and step into energetic sovereignty, step into the embodiment of our divinity. When we fully accomplish that, then humanity is going to start waking up because we are here to hold space for that. We're here to help them through that. And they're going to see like, oh, well, this person has gone through that. And so I can do it too. Here's like it might have taken me seven years and I was literally you know on the floor for many years rolling around in pain being like how the heck I'm gonna do this like why are they why are they doing this to me like you know it's really painful um the process of unplugging um because they designed it that way um but it's like after those seven years and after learning these interdimensional tools and the light technology um basically I created this project called advanced light work it is a process that anybody can go through um, to analyze and assess all of the distortions and disconnections and traumas in our multidimensional body and psyche with the tools, like all of the most efficient modalities that I have discovered in healing those things. Um, and so this is what advanced light work is, is the process of learning how to do that. And I think that is probably the most important work because everybody on the planet is going through that process and that is going to give us tools to really be able to hold space for our family and our friends and our coworkers. Um, but we really have to go through that process ourselves so we don't get roped into the drama. <laughs> yes. And so that's wonderful that you've got those tools and that you've used them yourself and you've used them with the people that you work with and actually are like living and breathing these tools and, and being sovereign in your energy. All right. Well, it's so beautiful because when we actually unplug from that false matrix and get creative, that is new earth. And so we are all new earth leaders here to assist the others as well, the others when they awaken. 
so it's it's really cool Z. I want to thank you for that um, let's here's a question that's popping up from our audience in our question box on our website uh, this one is interesting because you you spoke a little bit about it uh, this one is from Tony who says how do we move into our light-based way of being when there's many times when personal energy feels very low and it's hard to hold intention or belief above the sense of darkness, especially when this is combined with the challenges in the outside world, which already feel difficult. Okay. So I think one of the first activation codes that most starseeds receive as we first wake up is this idea that all is self or there's the law of one, like everything is of oneness. And so what that really means is that it's as within, so without, as above, so below. And since it's probably way more probable and way more accessible for us to shift ourselves inside and allow that shift to reflect in the external world than running around like in every country to every leader to every mind-controlled celebrity and fixing them <laughs> right eventually we can do that right that's something that can happen and something that will probably will happen once enough of the internal alchemy happens and so um, we're not trying to become a light body we're not trying to become a being of light. That is what we are. We're not trying to become something that is ascended or enlightened or beautiful or perfect. That is what we already are. And so any of these distortions or beliefs that make us feel like we have to get somewhere is part of the PSYOP, is part of the virus. You can see how widespread that is in all of the religions. Um, Basically, it is all trying to keep us, it's all designed to keep us from um, being ourselves, from accessing ourselves, because when we're not ourselves, who is in there? A controlled slave, right? Something that is easier to manipulate. And so the easiest way for us to clear all of those things, again, is by really going inside. Um, and these are the tools that are shared in the advanced light work work. Um, I'm going to be teaching a seven-class workshop with ceremonies um, over the 1111 portal, and I'm going to be offering this as an online class because we've been really building the energy of this portal. I'm intending to really pull people through a clearing experience, learning these tools, and really experiencing what that cleaning feels like and what landing in a higher vibration feels like. I'm really intending for this to be a portal for people to step into a higher timeline. Um, and so I wanted to make this accessible to as many people as possible, which is why I decided to um, do this online thing. But essentially, when we close our eyes, what it's supposed to feel like is an expansive starry sky. It's supposed to feel like it's full of awe and empowerment and beauty and light. This is just how life was designed to feel. Um, and so if we close our eyes and that's not how we're feeling, then we'll know that there are subconscious 
and uh, maybe emotional or intellectual distortions or belief systems or blockages that are existent in our body. And I know this might seem a little overwhelming at first because there could be a lot of stuff, right? But that is our mission. That is our first mission. That is our slice of the pie. <laughs> that is our own slice of the planetary transmutation um, homework assignment and that you know everything else that you do is bonus but what we're really doing here is transmuting and transforming and um, restoring all of that inside ourselves when I first woke up it was very clear you know it's almost like this mandate just reverberating through my system it's like your job here is to restore all dimensions back to perfect harmony you know like all distortions everything is restored um it doesn't mean that there won't be sadness or you know um grief it just means that there won't be extreme evil that has been using universal law loopholes to um continue to be really shitty so um it starts from within our own energy system um, I still probably um, scan my body and clear my body and meditate and restore fields at least three hours a day. It has been like that for very many years. And only at a certain point did it become planetary and galactic things because my body is the universe, you know. But, you know, before that, it was like, you know, what my great grandpa did and what happened when I was three and why my dad was like this. And, you know, it's just a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Oh, the good thing is that the light of our awareness is love and it's divinity. And so it has the power to instantly dissolve and restore any of this. It doesn't have to be this crazy, intense, dramatic you know, painful thing. It could be an easy and graceful thing as long as we're doing it proactively. Um, and this is a concept that I call pre proactive self-healing. It's a concept, it's crazy, is where you heal yourself before you get triggered. <laughs> so if we do an hour and a half to three hours of the self-healing, you will find that you do not ever get triggered externally because you've already cleaned your house. <laughs> Right on, sister. Yes, awesome. Well, good work. And I just love what you're doing on the planet and the, the ways that you're teaching people and explaining and really assisting the, the leaders to step up. So that's awesome. Cool. Well, um, there is a music. What is the name of the file that you wanted? I can show them here on the screen. I want to talk a little bit about um, the beautiful music that you bring forth. You really do have a sonic vibration in all of the music that you do. And along with the course that you're offering is a big download of a lot of things. And so, Z, here's that link right here. Is there one that we could sample right now briefly? Uh, hold on. Let me show you. Let's see. There we go. See, there's... The first one would be great. Blessed be? Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm going to play a little snippet of that. And as we do, I'd like to point our viewers and our listeners to Z's special offer. That's available at AcousticHealth.com on this webpage. Or you could go to bit.ly slash earthstar 
offer. That is bit.ly slash earthstaroffer. And when you purchase the offer, we're going to come back and explain the course, but you can go check that out. You'll also get a ticket into the after party with Z immediately following this live stream on YouTube. So let's take a listen now to Blessed Be. Just a moment here. Didn't have it set up, so I can't access that one in the moment. Well, okay, <laughs> let me try one more area. Hold on, everyone. Z, as I am getting a file, go ahead and talk about your special offer. This is what you were mentioning. It is the Advanced Lightworker Package. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say good on you for going into the mental illness back door. I know that many are, um, I've, I've spoken to many people who have said that, uh, you know, some people have a dark night of the soul. They're diagnosed with bipolar. This is actually um, their awakening, but they're misdiagnosed. So you are really coming down a good avenue with that one. I do want to say thank you. Oh, thanks. Well, it's how I woke up because I had a really, really nasty eating disorder when I was in high school. Um, it was mostly caused by these negative portals that were open in my neighborhood um, that were caused by curses on the land from the wars with the indigenous people that had occurred there. And I, from that experience, I mean, I didn't know this back then. I just had the symptoms of a really nasty depression and eating disorder. Um, and when I was at the hospital, they just did not know what to do, obviously. Um, they tried to feed me some frozen pizza. And that was actually the first moment of awakening for me. I'm like, oh, my God, the hospital is, you know, kind of evil. <laughs> They're in on it. <laughs> so, um, you know, as I started waking up and activating my psychic senses, I was able to go back in time and just view the timeline and see that the, there were these entities and things that were really influencing me in that time. And this is actually what happens to a lot of star seeds and light workers. Um, we come into the earth as these shooting bulbs of light and it's very easy for the astral plane and the beings there to see when and where we're coming in, what kind of color and shape we are so what gifts um, and what knowledge we're coming in with and what our missions are and so they can be very specific with the kind of implants and um, distortions that they throw at us of course I would say that that is also our training ground that's totally our first defense against the dark arts class um, and um, so I've written this book called I am starseed it's basically all of the adventures that I've been on over the last seven years, interacting with the astral military and the Sasquatch and the interdimensional control systems of the earth and plant medicines um, and, you know, talking with galactics and literally inheriting a piece of land from my star family through a prophecy. So my entire life has been entirely engulfed by this galactic frequency and I felt that by sharing these stories I can explain a bit more about what I mean when I say those things um, because it is all about 
activating our psychic seeing. This is something that we can all do. Um, it's something that we all need to start doing because this is what allows us to be lucid. We're not just, you know, oh yes, everything is great <clears throat> and everything's just love and light and blah, but we're actually like seeing it with our own eyes. We're just like, okay, there's these light beams coming in and is hitting these distortions and these beams are running away. This is great. <laughs> you know, we're like seeing it ourselves. Um, and again, we can all do this. This is our natural state of being. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, all right. Um, so we're, we're going to go over more of the classes that you are offering. But I do have a little piece to play right now. It's Tara's Gift of Liberation. So... Let's just tune into this and feel the sonic activation by Z Earth Star Healer. Download of beautiful music by Z available in her special offer. And again, that link is right here on the screen right now. I'm going to take this uh, shot down. You can find the special offer on the link in the description box. But I want to bring Z back full screen so you can share with us on some of these modules in the special offer. Here we go. Yes. Um, the main part of the special offer is the um, access to an online um, retreat, which is a live streaming of my retreat over the November 11, 11, 11 portal. Um, and again, I think the main thing we're um, enjoying here is really this strong energy that we're building, this intention um, for us to really take advantage of a strong portal and strong energy like this to really use this energy um, in a good way to actually shift um, in a deep way into a new frequency. And the only way we do that is by making room, by upgrading and clearing <clears throat> ourselves as we've been talking about in the show. And so the retreat includes seven uh, workshops, um, and let's see, they, um, 
uh, are basically a transmission. So there's we we talk about you know multidimensionality and connecting with galactics and speaking with spirits and um, psychic surgery, removing implants, entities, different kinds of miasms, restoring genetic material and soul, cellular degradation. Um, we talk about artificial intelligence and organic consciousness and all of those things, um, but all of that information in this jam-packed seven. Uh, seminar series is for our physical brain because what's actually coming through is a transmission is an energy um, which really allows us to open up our psychic senses there is a transference of energy and an information and experience where I'm opening up my psychic library so you can access and experience everything that um, I have uh, come into awareness over the last while. I mean, this, as so, um, I think I didn't really talk much about me being a geneticist, but me in the sixth dimension, I am actually a geneticist. We could say that this was my previous life, life or my current uh, higher dimensional reality. Um, but being a higher dimensional geneticist basically means that I access and perceive reality um, in this very geometric way. I see it as um, geometric ge geometries that precipitate down into the physical. And so I'm able to see distortions um, in our body um, in that through that lens. And I um, think that it was easier for me to access that, but ultimately I have the same hardware as everybody. <laughs> so this is something that we can all do. And I think at this specific moment of time on earth is really important for as many people as possible to hop on this level of perception because, um, so the uh, main thing that I feel that is very um, dear to me is this practice. I do grid work, but this is psychic grid work is not specifically of energy um, on the earth but is more about navigating collective consciousness <laughs> i can feel it's like whoa that's really intense because it's not just the people who are awakened it's everyone and we can't really escape from that because we exist um in the same time space continuum <laughs> um and so you know i have some crazy neighbors over there that you know drink alcohol a lot and i just it's like, okay, like those people are made of the same stuff I am. And so that person is still me. And I don't have to go over to her house and educate her about the ascension and energy work. I can go deep inside my own self, which is connected to the collective consciousness and disseminate antiviral um, and restore things um, from the inner plane so this is a level of grid work that it's coming through i know that this is one of my superpowers as you know now that you know from the playing rock paper scissors swing this is what it has evolved into um so uh, activating and uh, cultivating our psychic capabilities is a huge part of this um and i'm doing three breath work and sound healing ceremonies so you can really experience these deep healings um, to allow this light in. Um, and yeah, like I'm saying, it's really designed to be a portal. It's designed to be an experience that takes you from one frequency or timeline into another. Um, and, you know, with the package, I am also including a PDF of my books. I am Starseed, which is a really good pre-log prequel to advanced light work because again I'm explaining all these concepts 
um, and things that I've perceived through stories, which I think is a way easier way for people to access those levels of perception. Um, and a package of my sound healing, um, which is awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I'm going to put that up one more time on the screen for everyone. Again, that is um, a beautiful package, beautiful webinar series. Everything's recorded. You will get the downloads. It's beautiful time with Z, and there's always time for deep questions with her as well as you learn these skills and tools um, from Z, Earth Star Healer. Well, thank you for that, Z. Thank you so much. Um, we are uh, going to wrap up our show here, but right now we're going to have an immediate uh, Zoom audience with you. This is where I step out of the way and you get to interface with the people who ask you questions. They're in our Zoom room and on the screen now is where you can register for a QCTV pass. Basically, $11 a month gets you into all of our QCTV after parties with all of the recordings that we've always had. And you can also uh, get the calendar for upcoming events and ask questions in our member area if you're not able to join us live. And we'll get those questions answered in our QCTV after party. What I love about this and what I'm so excited about is it's just another way to get intimate with all of you, to share your new earth experience, to support one another, and to have that fun connection with my guests in our Zoom audience. So check that out. On the screen, you'll see bit.ly slash QCTV pass, and that gets you into our after show today, immediately following this broadcast. Well, Z, thank you so much, Goddess. I'd like to just say thank you. Uh, we really feel this this love of stepping up, the love that you bring forward, we are definitely hopping onto this level of perception, and we thank you for showing the way and for being um, speaking your truth and being that fine, walking, living example. Thank you so much, Loren. It's always so fun being here. Yay, it's always so fun. All right, I'm going to step out of the way now. We're going to dance our way to the Cosmic Heart. And if you'd like to join us in our Zoom audience, check that out. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you, everyone. Namaste.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation, and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.